Welcome into our 10th annual MLB prediction show. 10 years, a whole decade that I've gotten to talk to both Jabby Burns and Patrick Guthrie. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to welcome them in and we can reflect on 10 years. Jabby Burns, how are you? Well, that means I was, what, 17 when we started this thing, Zach? <laughs> so that is fantastic. I haven't aged at all. Wow. Don't when check you put my it that Instagram. Way. <laughs> yeah, don't go to my Instagram. Zach, I mean, it's unbelievable. No, I, I can't believe it is 10 years because we also got to give a shout out to our boy, Matt Lund. Also, I think who just got engaged. I'm pretty positive I believe based so. on socials. He got yeah. engaged. So um, Lundy was with us during these things too. But uh, mostly the three of us doing this, grinding it. And I know Chris Robinson is excited that it's here. So um, always want to give him a shout early in the program, Patrick. And that's right. We've got to bring in Patrick Guthrie, who nailed it last year in the ninth annual MLB prediction show. How's it going, Patrick? <laughs> I think that's like... You, I think one of you guys like texted me saying, like, oh, man, you really nailed that prediction. And I, th- I looked back, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, That's like the one thing I've gotten right in 10 years. And like Zach said, like 10 years ago, like we were, I think like even the last couple of years, like these have gone for like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Now everybody, not just Jab, now everybody has kids. So it's just like, okay, like we're going to, this will be a tighter show. This is like, we're still yes. going to get it all in. We're going to get everything yep. in, but this is going to be a tighter show. So let's go. Yeah. No, I, I, it's so true. Actually, Jab, when you were making the joke about uh, about your age, I, I thought to myself, oh, wait a minute. How old was I? Ten years? I was 23 years old 10 years yes. ago when we first started doing this, which that I really exactly where you were living too, puts it in perspective, man. Like that, <laughs> that actually saying 10th annual MLB prediction show is one thing. Thinking about me being 23 years old <laughs> is, uh, exactly. is an entirely different thing. Yeah, not a lot changed. You still eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I well, that part's true. Day. That part's true. <laughs> yeah, but a lot else has changed. Uh, to Patrick's point, we just concluded bedtime here in the, in our household. Yes. Um, so, Oshie. Yeah. Get Oshi down. We got to get Oshi down. <laughs> Really crazy, really crazy. So last year, we we do always reflect on the, on the year prior and last year, as we mentioned. We recorded this show. Uh, I have a link in our show notes from last year that say MLB rule changes for 2020, uh, which I have a feeling that link is probably out of date because we really didn't know what was going to unfold uh, in the 2020 MLB season at the time of recording. We ended up getting that 60-game that game um, season last year, the uh, the abbreviated season due to, uh, due to COVID, obviously, a lot of... Completely different changes um, in our world, um, but the, the most important part is that uh, we were all uh, pretty pretty close here with our predictions. I mean, Patrick nailed Dodgers over Rays. Um, I had the two teams. I had Rays over Dodgers, though, and and Jab, you had Dodgers over Yankees. So we were uh, we were pretty close. What do you, what do you make? Let Let's start with uh, with Patrick. What do you make of uh, of last year's season? And I was telling um, my wife before we recorded, who, uh, as yes. I've mentioned over the last decade, um, not uh, not you know a, a huge sports fan, but has lived with me for uh, enough time to know a little bit about it. And she she asked a, a very um, smart question. I thought in in asking me, you know, do you consider that is that a real championship, right? If they only played sixty games, yes. so what do you what do you make of that? First of all, Patrick, feel free to gloat, but then what do you make of how twenty twenty unfolded? I think it's a real championship, first of all. Uh, it's, I mean, again, like, obviously crazy extenuating circumstances or whatever, but it's it's a good representation of, like, the you know, the best teams in the sport. Like, even though they added the playoff field, you know, they, they added teams to the playoff field, we changed the playoff format, a couple rule changes, we still got what I think everybody would call the two best teams last year. 
Uh, Record-wise, yeah. everything-wise, to yeah. play in the World Series. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to take that away from the Dodgers just because it was a 60-game season. It's it's weird. Like it's it's definitely weird, but very deserving. And like it's it's an organization that's. I mean, everybody's gunning for. Um, I I think it's a legit season. I think I'm very interested that some of the rule changes stuck and some didn't. Like we still got the seven inning doubleheaders but we don't have the DH in both leagues, but we will almost definitely have it in both leagues next year. So I, I'm just optimistic that you think we're playing baseball next year with the CBA. So thank you for that. Well, buddy, I have to that. be. You know I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah, I agree no, I, with you. I think it's I, I think it's uh I think it's, you know, a championship as well, but certainly weird circumstances. And and the thing that I told her was if it were my team, I would absolutely there there'd be no question. That that is a that is a Pratt genuine championship. On, yeah. So what what did, what did so, you make of it, Jab? I, first of all, I loved it because it happened, right? It, we were all in the doldrums. We did a freaking retro podcast. That's how much we grinded. We were retro game. We were doing retro games. We were. I mean, during that time. And we were trying to find anything. Sports fans were dying for stuff and for baseball to come back and, and actually put through it. I know the Cardinals tried to screw it up, and I know Clevenger tried to screw it up, and a couple of guys did during the year. But overall they got it in and the playoffs were fantastic i'm sorry i mean i not just because some teams that i enjoy were in it um you know obviously seeing the padres in there was always awesome that that series with the dodgers was great the series with the cardinals was great to um it just was great to see baseball and it really got kind of people ready to go and it also kind of catapulted everybody into football season so we kind of went from like that baseball went it right into football and i actually loved the bubble last year too for the nba but um it's the Dodgers. They can have it. I don't care. Um, they're not winning it this year, though. <laughs> bold statement. I think the well, bold I, statement. I think. I, I mean. I wish the rotation was better. Are. But the Dodgers are the Dodgers are a juggernaut, man. They're yeah. scary. Well, I just wish David Price could make the rotation, Patrick. You know what I mean? I wish they had a <laughs> spot for David Price. That's a, that's a that's a ten year old joke on the tenth annual MLB prediction show. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Been going on for years. Well, that's that's 2020, um, and it's nice to be able to look back on on 2020 at this point. It's been it's been fun to um, you know get on social media the last few days and get those uh, one year memories from what was unfolding a, a year ago today, uh, and nice to be where we are currently. So uh, we are expecting a 162 game schedule this year, which I'm very much looking forward to. And it, you know, a couple quirks, right? Toronto's not playing in Toronto, but for the most That's part, great. hopefully baseball will look like baseball this year. Um, you know, obviously there won't be a ton of people in the stands unless you're uh, going to Arlington on opening day uh, for whatever reason. But um, very much looking forward to uh, a little little more normalcy this year. So with that, why don't we dive in. Uh, the way that we do this, if this is your first time listening to our MLB prediction show, is we go division by division, giving you our, our winners for each division. We'll give you our wild cards. Uh, then we'll do some awards. So we do uh, Cy Youngs in both leagues, MVPs, and then we give you our World Series matchup and winner. Um, so very much, uh, I look forward to this every year. It's something that we text each other about regularly, uh, and, and always look forward to doing. So why don't we dive right in? I'll kick things off and we'll start in the AL East, uh, our, our Baltimore Orioles division. And, 
Uh, I know that the uh, the Rays went very far last year, but I really think that the Yankees are the best team in that division. Um, you know, I, I tend to look at uh, what Vegas thinks, tend to look at, you know, projections. Um, I looked at fan graphs and saw uh, that, that the Yankees are projected to have 95 wins this season. Uh, which is, what, seven more than the next closest team. Um, so I took the New York Yankees, uh, AL's highest payroll, and I think, you know, probably the best team in the American League. Uh, who's next? That would be Mr. Patrick Guthrie. Who do you got? Oh, man. Uh, I'm excited to do this because I've been debating doing this all day. I think the uh, the obvious pick here, and I think, for Zach, you outlined a lot of, for a lot of reasons why, is the Yankees. I am not going to take the Yankees. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa, which I think a lot of people, even though they made the World Series last year, would consider, you know, an odd pick. Uh, I think a lot of people would probably say it goes Yankees, Toronto, Tampa. Yeah. My main reason for picking Tampa, and I, I think this is like a, a whole lot of like, really, it's an off-season thing to me. Um we're going from a 60-game season to a 162-game season, which has been talked about, at least where I work, a lot. Yes. Um, you're you're going to be relying – you need depth, like, basically. You need depth on your bench. You need depth in your pitching. Basically, to me, this season is going to be a lot about when you, you know, need a spot start from somebody because you're going to need a lot of spot starts this year because guys are going way up in innings. Is that guy going to be a good a good pitcher, a good player? Is your bench good enough? Is your depth good enough? The Rays' depth in their rotation is crazy. They don't have they don't have Blake Snell anymore. They have Tyler Glass now. They they have um, you know they don't have a, a, an amazing rotation, but they have depth. They have guys that they can throw out there that aren't going to get lit up um, every couple of days. I think the Yankees' rotation has a high ceiling and a very low floor. Uh, like between Tyone with his arm injuries, between Kluber, does he still have anything left? Um, it could be really good, could be really bad. And the Yankees have Luke Voigt out until at least, I believe, May with an injury. Um, they have, between Judge and Stanton, again, two really talented guys who've had trouble staying on the field. I think people are sleeping on the race. And it's easy to do it because they made a splashy move by sending Snell away. And the way they lost the World Series, I think, still leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. This is still a really good team. Austin Meadows is still really good. Wander Franco is going to come up and be really good. They know, like they know how to navigate a season. I trust them to do it. I think they win the division. I like that. What do you think, Chad? Uh, well, everything he said. Um, I, I, I'll take the race. I'm, I'm a race guy, as you know. I'm, I'm half. I live half my life in Florida, like you, Zach. So I will. Uh, I will go with the race. I'm a big fan of that organization. They lose guys all the time. They continue to find guys. Um, the kid Randy, that's his name, right? Yeah, Randy. Out there. He's he's a little dicey off the field, but on the field, I think he can make things happen. That's a, just a really fun ba- bunch. There'll be nobody in the stands there, just like there's nobody usually in the stands for the first couple months in baseball. Anyway, so it won't make a difference. All they do is play winning baseball, and I'll take the race. I like it. I like it. Look, I like the race too. I think uh, I think the point that you make, um, Patrick, just about. This season's going to be, I think, ramping up from 60 games to 162 games is going to be a really interesting storyline. Um, and that is something that I thought about in terms of the Rays because the Rays kind of always do things differently. And if there's one team that I feel like is is poised to withstand that, um, it probably is the Rays. I still do like the Rays. I know that, that like you mentioned, the Blue Jays are uh, 
are the kind of default number two pick out of the East. Um, but stay tuned. Not for me, at least. Um, so By once way, we get to wild cards. Crazy. Zach, I know you give you S all the time about um, <laughs> not liking the Rays. But isn't it interesting we all had the Rays in the World Series in last year? Just we like, did. Yeah. It, so you I had them winning, good, Zach. Man. I did have them winning. Yeah, it's one of those things where I, I feel like if things are going to be quirky, the Rays are going to be a team that <laughs> comes out on top of that, you know? They're going to um, quirk it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess they you know, they operate so differently that I just expect them to um, come come out on top when things are different. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, let's move on to the AL Central and Jabby Burns. You're starting off. Well, I kind of been talked into this team guy, Patrick. I mean, if you follow Patrick at Pat Guth, one is it three two one Pat three, still? Two, because one. that yeah, um, he tweets like at least twice a month. And when he does tweet, though, I do listen. And he's been talking about the White Sox for a long time. This is like one of his favorite teams. And I'm not going to go on long because I know he wants to talk about his boyfriend who made one of the worst decisions in baseball <laughs> history in the outfield in a freaking spring training game that he had no shot of getting. I still think they have enough, though, Zach. I do like the White Sox. Additionally, I think the White Sox, even though they gave up F- Fernando Tatis Jr., I'll never let him remember forget that because he's with the pods now. Um, they have enough in their system to go get somebody at the break. I think this is the kind of team that it's going to kind of go for, especially with – at least I think the Cubs are down this year. If you want to grab some back pages or whatever the front pages are in Chicago, if even people read newspapers anymore, um, I think they're going to go out and try to make a splash. So I like the White Sox in this division. I like it. I like it. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, and I guess me and Jab are going to be agreeing a lot on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am really sad Eloy Jimenez is injured. And I think if oh. Eloy Jimenez was not injured, I think this is an easy pick. I think with him in the lineup, their third best hitter, it's an easy pick to pick the White Sox. Now it's closer. I, I think this could really – the Twins are a good team. I just think the White Sox, between their top three in the rotation of Giolito, Keuchel, and Lynn, are really good. Like Lance Lynn is going to – I mean, speaking it's of – again, Lance Lynn's going to eat innings. That's what yeah. he does. Same with Dallas Keuchel. They eat innings. It's hugely valuable this year. Then you're hoping for either Dylan Cease or Carlos Rodon to you're, – you're gambling on both of those guys who are super talented – but have had trouble staying on the field. One of them to hit. And the unheralded part of the White Sox that I think a lot of people are looking over or have looked over, the back end of their bullpen's phenomenal. Like Aaron, we'll go look at Aaron Bummer's stats from last year. Like if you're if you're like if you watch baseball and you probably haven't seen a lot of them, because you probably haven't seen a lot of White Sox games, nobody has unless you live in Chicago. Aaron Bummer. Aaron Crochet is a lefty who was drafted last year who throws a hundred. Just straight gas. He's amazing. And they picked up Liam Hendricks. So the back end, 7, 8, and 9 in games that they're winning, they yeah. should win a huge majority of because the back end of that bullpen's great. And the last point I want to make, Eloy's out, but they also got nothing from Yohan Moncada last year because yeah. Moncada got COVID and he just wasn't right. He said multiple times during the year, I'm just not right. I don't feel right. You're getting back a guy, hopefully healthy, who was on his way to becoming a star. Like, if you look at his 2019, that path is trending upward. I think they get a huge year out of Moncada, and I think they are able to plug in Andrew Vaughn, and he does enough in left field to win in the division. This one's so tough for me because I, I, I feel like, had I not written down my pick, you guys might have swayed me here, but I'm going to stick with my pick. I really want it to be the White Sox. I do. I, I love the I, – I, there's something about teams that – 
you know, uh, weren't there last year that I just, I want to pick, you know, I, I want to pick those teams. Um, the Jimenez injury, I, I think, is what allowed me to justify making the safer bet and picking the Twins. I, I do think the Twins are going to be really exciting. Um, you know, they were a great team last year. Uh, you know, I, th- I think seeing if Buxton stays healthy, I think that's going to be really exciting. Having Sano, Donaldson, and Cruz, that, that's going to be a really fun lineup to watch. Um, I just think that that of the two teams that because of the injury, I'm I'm going to stick with the one that, uh, you know, will end up repeating as the AL Central champs this year. I don't know. Maybe that's a boring pick. Maybe not. I think the Central is going to be fun to watch. I, I really look forward to watching the, the Twins lineup this year. So uh, I'm going to be different than you guys and, and pick the Twins, which looks like it's going to be a trend so far. Um, at, at least in the American League. So, uh, why don't we Zach, move? Yes, sir. Can I ask a quick question. You can. Uh, is there? Can Nelson Cruz still play? Oh, I think Nelson Cruz can absolutely still play. <laughs> no, I, I'm asking yeah. that four years ago when the Orioles didn't need him in after 2014. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and, and I, I saw some tweets deal. about that. Oh, I, I feel like people forget that the Orioles were the only team that wanted to sign Nelson Cruz when the Orioles signed Nelson Cruz. Now, now well, they was, yeah. made the they made the mistake of letting him walk. I will grant you that, but you yeah. you have to remember both sides of that coin, and and that's what I feel like is often uh, for, forgotten at least. Um, Nelson Cruz wouldn't be where Nelson Cruz is if he uh, hadn't been signed by the Orioles and had that amazing year and then signed the deal that the Orioles should have signed him to. Um, so I do get a little defensive uh, with that. But yeah, man, the guy but, can but rake. he was with the Mariners for four years. Everybody laughed at that deal. He cleared that deal and is getting more deals with yeah. the Twins. Yeah, so. he's been solid. He's been solid. Yeah, pretty good. That good offense is going to be fun. Good dude. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move out west. Uh, Patrick Ooh, Guthrie, you're up. Love life. I would like to pass my pick to either of you guys because I still don't know who I'm going to pick here. <laughs> I, well, let me, I'm in between two. There's, it's really hard, and I'm, I'm still doing some research to figure out <laughs> right. who I want here. Jab, do you want to go? I'll go last. I want to go because you know I got some, the steaming undies for these guys here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Last night I had a, an epiphany, and I say last night as in we're watching uh, this is Tuesday night. Um, we're watching these weird sweet 16 games that are like on Saturday. It's, it's been, it's been weird, but it's been lovable. I've been enjoying every minute of it watching my kids, watching the games. I have this weird feeling. The angels are going to finally do it. And I feel like they're going to do it. Not for me. They're going to do it for Zach. Cause Zach is want Mike Trout in the playoffs <laughs> for 900 years. And finally, and finally, Mike Sosha is officially the ghost of Mike Sosha is gone. <laughs> it's not even in the building anymore. I know Madden was there last year. I get it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I can't tell you how they're going to do it when they have Dylan Bundy as their opening day starter. <laughs> Additionally, just a side note, Kevin Gossman, opening day starter for the Giants. Just throwing that in yeah, there for amazing, everybody, right? Oreo fans out there. And we're starting John Meads. Um, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just tell you this. Somehow, some way, the Angels are going to win a division that, as Patrick told me in the opening, in the bullpen session, that's a bad division. And, and he started going over some of the teams, and he might be right. Um, I'm a little higher on the Astros. I'm a little bit higher on the A's. Um, every time I get high in the A's, they suck. And every time I think the A's suck. So maybe this is a bad omen for me because for some reason the A's always seem to play. I just, I don't know. I don't know any of their players. Somehow they're always winning games. And, um, but this is the angels here. I'm angeling it up and, um, uh, university of California at Irvine, Southern California angels, whatever they are. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, ro- I'm rolling with the angels. Uh, you want me to go Patrick? I do. All right. I, I think I know where I'm leaning, but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, go 
I do want to see Mike Trout the playoffs. That's absolutely I true. Know. So I, I appreciate you uh, you you I'm wishing trying. that into reality there. Like waving uh, of the the Cubs W flag. <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't think it's going to happen, um, but uh, but I do appreciate it. My pick is the Houston Astros this year, and um, you know I looked at this division. I thought about. Um, you know the the void that uh, that that George Springer's departure leaves, but you know I, I think Kyle Tucker is going to be a, a pretty solid replacement for Springer. I think that we'll see uh, you know Jordan Alvarez kind of pick up really where he was in in 2019. I like Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve. The other part of this for me with the Astros is that you know I think we kept waiting for the Astros to um, just take the absolute abuse that they kind of deserved um, from the fan bases that they would travel around and see. And that just continues to get delayed, right? Yeah. I mean, people have forgotten it's been so long and, you know, we're at least going to start the season where most of these stadiums are going to have, you know, 20, 25% crowds. So they're still not going to get that. I'm not saying that they don't deserve it. I, I, you know, I think that they absolutely do, but I think that by the time the fans are able to give that to the Astros, it it will be a story that no one really remembers anymore. Um, I think they're the best team in this division. So with all that said, uh, I've, I've picked the Astros. So now I have stalled long enough and Patrick, you're up. Zach, you made all good points, and those were all things that I was thinking for the Astros. Like, I I, I agree with all of your points. I'm taking the Angels. <laughs> yes. uh, it, it's really hard. It's it's And the funny thing is, none of us are taking the A's, who always manage to sneak in there. I just don't think they have enough pitching. But I think the big thing that swung it for me probably is the Framber Valdez injury. Uh, and when he's coming back, he, he caught a comebacker from Francisco Lindor with his bare hand broke his ring finger I believe and he'll be out at least like a couple months um and really I just I just want to believe Otani can do this thank you like I want to believe this so bad that this guy can do this and it will it'll obviously I mean not only will it swing the division if Otani does what like what he's advertised to be able to do he'll get MVP votes if not win these like yeah. if he goes like, I don't know, a hundred pitches a hundred innings and gets like four hundred at bats, and does what Shohei, Ot- I mean, does what he's capable of doing, he'll be unbelievable. Yeah, I want I want to live in a world where that happens. <laughs> I do. If you guys watched enough O's games last year, I know he was banged up a little bit. Jose Iglesias was really good for the O's. Uh, yeah. Sneaky, sneaky pickup by the Angels to really fortify. That left side of their infield with him and Rendon are, is just a lockdown left side of the infield. Dylan Bundy was also terrific for them last year. Of course, year. of course he was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you need to hope that Jose Quintana and Griffin Canning, one of their youngsters, yeah. like up and down last year, really good stuff. You need to hope those guys can kind of just lock it in and provide stability in the rotation that the Angels have not had in I cannot Ever. remember how long. So I picked the Angels for those reasons. Yes, I like that. I like that. I like that you stuck with it. By the way, just behind the scenes, that's what you had on paper before we uh, before we started. So I'm glad you stuck with it. I'm glad you you talked yourself into it. I think the Astros are really good too. Your Jordan Alvarez point is totally on the money. Like uh, it's just really close. I like it. I like it. I would love to see the Angels. I mean, they're going to be a team. Look, I I got my I have T-Mobile, so I got my free uh, MLB uh, subscription. 
today. Nice. It was today was the day. So I look forward to watching them this year because I think they're going to be fun. Yes. I, I, Otani, I mean, alone, him, him and Trout. I mean, that 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 is reason enough to watch that team every night. So I hope that they well up to that. Hopefully, hopefully, you guys own on the job and gets up at six because they're playing at ten o'clock every night. <laughs> <laughs> have some late nights. Not every night, but yeah. Have some late nights. Uh, all right, so that's the American League. We're going to move to the National League. We're going to start oh, in yes. the East, and I'm not going to talk too much about my pick because I want to let Patrick talk about it because we have the <laughs> same pick. Uh, but I am picking the New York Mets, and I feel like we, uh, you know, tend to have a, a Mets bias here because, uh, you know, Jab and I root for teams in the American League, and um, you know, Patrick's team is the Mets, and and I like to see my friends' teams succeed as long as they're not rival teams. So I've always kind of had a bias, but this year I truly believe in what the what the Mets are doing. I, I think that. Um, this is finally an offense that's going to give Jacob DeGrom the support that he has finally deserves. Uh, I think it's going to be incredibly fun to watch, you know, Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso and Michael Conforto and Jeff McNeil. I, th- I think, uh, you know, it's it, it could be the National League's best offense, and I think that's going to be super exciting. I think it's going to be exciting to see uh, Noah Syndergaard return at some point. That's going to be really fun. Um, and just compared to the rest of the teams in that division, I, I don't see how the bets aren't the, aren't the top team at this point. So I think it's going to be a blast. Um, it, it'll be nice to have an offense to support that rotation. That's been so good, uh, over the past few years. And, uh, I think this is the year. So Patrick, uh, I'm sure I left plenty, uh, for you to talk about with your pick. So I turn things over to you. I'm just over here sweating, hoping to get the extension done. <laughs> That's just, just refreshing Twitter. Uh, but yes, I, Obviously, anytime the Mets are decent, I'm picking the Mets. I think the Mets are very good this year. I think they get Stroman back. I think hopefully the Carrasco hamstring injury doesn't linger too long. I like the Taiwan Walker signing as a back end of the rotation piece. And I think Peterson and Joey Lucchese, who's a good pitcher who just can't really get through the lineup more than two times. I think with the Mets having a good bullpen and eventually, hopefully, a long guy in Seth Lugo that can go a few innings, that sets up well for him. Um, I agree with Zach on the offense. I think there's, again, same deal. I think there's depth pieces here. I liked getting Kevin Pillar for like 5 million bucks. I like having Jonathan VR coming off the bench as, as a hitter. Like you, your, your bench guys and your bullpen guys and everybody involved there just needs to be, needs to be good. Cause they're going to get called on more than usual. Um, I believe in the Mets this year. I believe in the Mets almost every year, but I really, I, I, I think they're, Going to win the division. I think I think Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball, bar none. And please, God, get the extension done. I can't keep refreshing Twitter; <laughs> it's consuming my life. Get the extension done. Javi <laughs> uh, Burns, how do you right. feel? I, I, well, I guess I'm pouring a bunch of like cold water on this whole big party <laughs> we're having with the Mets. First of all, that Mets organization needs some cold water, if you know what I mean, within the uh, front office. But um, I'll say this. The Braves are the best team in this division, and I don't know why this is becoming this Mets party that we're having here. Um, <laughs> the Braves are really good. They have the best player, in the, I think, probably in the National League um, outside of Fernando Tatis, um, and their pitching is great. Ian Anderson is going to help this team immensely. They also have pieces to go out and get more guys again at the break and add to it. The division, I think, might be the best in baseball this year. I think that there's three teams right off the bat. I think the Nats, I think the uh, Braves, and I think the Mets on paper are great teams. I think the Marlins stink on ice, but it doesn't matter because the Marlins give everybody fits. 
in that division all the time. Okay. So, and the Phillies are the Phillies. You know what I mean? Like this division could potentially be one of those divisions we're talking about. They're just going to beat each other up all the way down. Do I think the Mets have the best pitching staff or the best pitchers? I would say maybe the best pitchers. Of course, I do like the offense. Um, I'm not rooting against the Mets, but I'm going to go with the Braves here in this one. And let's just, uh, you know, we'll just we'll see how, how the Mets fare um, as the season goes on. Because the Mets, when their Mets are supposed to be good, Patrick, what happens? I consider you an enemy. <laughs> These are hateful things that you're saying. And I, I agree. The, the Braves are really good. Uh, yeah, and as a whole, like this, this division is really good. Yeah. I, the one thing I would disagree with you on is I don't think the Marlins are that bad. I think well, the Marlins. Okay, but that just helps the division. It just makes it harder. It does. In the division. I think if the Marlins are playing in the next division that we're discussing, the Marlins are like a second or third place. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. That's like point. It's, if you see uh, Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez and Trevor Rogers coming to town, like you're not going to score a lot of runs. They, like right. this whole division can play. The Phillies can play. It, it, the Nationals are obviously something that we haven't even mentioned, and they won the World Series oh, two years yeah. ago. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Braves are slept on, and I listen. Their their lineup stacked. Their pitching staff. If Soroka comes back healthy, I love the Charlie Morton acquisition. Yes. If they were in a different division, I'd probably pick them, but I can't pick against. I know them. <laughs> you're not allowed to. Well, here's now, Patrick, and you were. I mean, um, I'm with you. And before we end on this, this division might be the best, but it also has a potential to be a just a blowout for one team or the other in a way. Um, and I don't know what that team is, but I could see it where some team just gets out way out in front and kind of runs away with it because they're so good. You know what I mean? Like these teams, some of these, one of these teams could be so good that they just get out to such a huge lead and kind of just run wire to wire. But um, overall, I anticipate this thing just to kind of roll. I think the I would, if you do a power rankings, I would say, these five teams, I agree with you. The Marlins are better than the Orioles. The Marlins are better than a lot of teams, the Pirates, the Tigers. You know what I mean? Like, they're not the worst team in the division. They, You're right. They might actually play in some of these other divisions for sure. It'll be a fun division to watch for sure, yeah. and especially when you compare it to the division that Patrick was alluding to, <laughs> which is the NL Central, which is one that – this is probably the one that I had the hardest time picking because I think you could have – you know, five teams that uh, you know flirt with 500 all year. You know, um, right. so uh, I had a, a really difficult time. Well, maybe not five teams that flirt with 500. Maybe four teams that flirt with 500, and a fifth team being the Pirates that uh, that that don't get close to that. Not flirt with 500. Yeah, Pirates will not flirt with 500. <laughs> maybe, on, maybe on opening day. But 500 yeah. could win this division. Is is I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, Jabby Burns, who do you got in the NL Central? Your favorite team, Zach. I know you hate the Rays, but you love the Cardinals. You called them the Patriots of baseball for years, 10 years deep. This has been a running bit. Patrick, Patrick, you can back me up on this. Zach's been a closet card. It's not even closet. He's out in the open with it about the Cardinals, how much he loves the organization. Um, they All they do is get young players. All they do is win games. They they lose. To, they get COVID. Everybody says they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not even going to get enough games last year. They get in the playoffs last year. Now they blew it to the pods. But still, they're there all the time, Patrick. And that's what the cards do. I know you guys are both enamored with the team that's playing in Milwaukee. But I'll tell you this. The Cardinals are going to win this division by 10-plus games. Wow. Wow. What do you think, Patrick? You're right, Zach. This division is like... Just nothing excites you that much. Uh, <laughs> even though, like Jab said, I'm picking the Brewers, I could see the Cardinals winning by 10-plus sure. games. Like, I, 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 it's not that I have 
a ton of faith in the Brewers being like a, a you know like a 95 win team. You're just I just betting think against a little the bit better than the Cardinals. And by the yeah. way, the one thing that bothers me about the Cardinals now is the Cardinals for the longest time have been just had players that are good but boring. Like that's just that's right. kind of what they've been. And Agents. now between Jack Flaherty and Nolan Arenado, you watch those guys and you go, holy shit, these guys are really good. And I don't like that. I like Cardinals <laughs> being boring good. and hate yeah. them for that reason. Yeah, um, hate Paul Goldschmidt all you want. Exactly. Like Paul Goldschmidt, really good, kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, but Arenado's not boring. Moving on to the Brewers, who I did pick, uh, there's holes. There's holes in every central team. Oh, yeah. The back end of the rotation is questionable. Um, their, their lineup in general is like their, their spots, like Travis Shaw playing a third, Arcia playing it short. Can they hit enough there? I'm not sure. I do really like their defense. So if you're not going to have great pitching, it's probably good that you went out and signed JBJ and Colton Wong and you have Yelich out there. Who's won a gold glove. RC is pretty good with a glove too. Having guys that can go and get balls, like a la the uh, 2015, 2016 Royals, or 2014 and 2015 Royals, just having guys that can go get stuff makes a difference. Uh, they have Kane out there too, I believe. So yep. I will say the top two in their rotation is great. Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns are slept on, I'm sure, by plenty of baseball fans. They're both phenomenal. And the back end of their bullpen might be better. Josh Hader's really good. Yes. And the guy who's in the eighth might be better than Josh Hader. Devin Williams run the, won the rookie of the year last year with, I believe, a 0.33 ERA or something crazy and the best changeup you've probably ever seen. So I think there's enough there to get it. There's definitely, like, this is not a perfect team. This isn't the top two teams in the NL West who we're going to be discussing next, but I think they have enough. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. This this was the hardest pick for me. I mean, I, I think a lot of this is is talking myself into uh, the points that you made about Hader and Williams. Um, I could I could see that. I could also see you know Williams having uh, not being able to repeat that season, the rookie year. Hader showing some wear and tear. That's a little concerning. But then I kind of talk myself into you know Christian Yelich kind of returning the form from 2018 2019. Uh, you mentioned Lorenzo Cain. I, I could see him, you know, having a decent year. Nobody's going to be great in this division. I mean, that, that's that's the that is the fact, right? I think, uh, you know, sl- like we mentioned, slightly over 500 is is going to take this division. Um, but I guess I kind of talked myself into the Brewers being the team that uh, ends up with that record. So. Uh, not a lot of confidence in that pick for me, and if in case you didn't notice, but the Brewers are the team that I ultimately settled on. Uh, we do have a lot of confidence in our pick in the National League West. So, Patrick, why don't you start that off for us? I mean, we all know where this is going. It's the Dodgers. It's the, it's that the Dodgers are just. It's not the Pods. <laughs> I, jab. I see the sheet right now, man. Unless you change, I'm shocked. I'm shocked too. I am shocked you're not going there because I think the Padres are a really good team and will probably win any other division in baseball that they're placed in. They they fortified the rotation, the lineup stacked. The Dodgers are just freaking loaded. They're loaded everywhere. They went out and just got Trevor Bauer just because they could. They don't even need him. Because they wanted to. They don't even need him. Just because they could. Just because they could go get him. Um the prospects are loaded. Like even guys like Dustin May and Julio Arias, like young guys that they have coming up. If Corey, Se- the the one thing that I could see is like Corey Seager was phenomenal for them last year. He worries me a little bit with 
Um, the back problems throughout his career. Kershaw worries me a little bit with the back problems throughout his career. Like Kershaw's talked about maybe this, like when this contract's up, he's done. Injuries could hurt some of their stars, but like, man, they just have so many. Like Mookie's amazing. Justin yep. Turner, Cody Bellinger. Will Smith is a really good catcher who might be the best offensive catcher in baseball this year. Yep. Like it's just an embarrassment of riches. And I think the only thing that's a little dicey is Jansen in the closers role, who's been really up and down the last couple of years. Maybe they slide Dustin May in there, but that's the thing. They can do that. Like every question that you have for them, they have an answer for. So I think maybe a- they go out and get Hater. No, I don't think they need to. No, I, I know, but I'm saying later like, on. They have enough. Towards... They have enough flamethrowers. Like they have yeah. guys. Yeah, there. I mean, it, it, no doubt about it. The the Dodgers are uh, are you know stacked. They're stacked. They're a hundred win team. They've got an all star at at you know every every position in their lineup. Uh, they're going to have you know guys on that team competing amongst themselves for NL MVP. Trevor Bauer, huge signing. Um, they're, yeah, they're going to be that. I love what the Padres did. I really did. Um, but in my mind, I, I, it wasn't even a thought it was, it was still, uh, the Dodgers, the top of this division They're They're stacked. What do you think, Jeb? Yeah. I, I, well, you know, you know, I love the pods. I love the uniforms. Tatis is amazing. Manny's a friend, family friend. Um, <laughs> he's a family <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we've got enough autograph stuff of his in our house. I feel like we should be a family friend at this point. Um, we um we did see two years ago Dustin's May Dustin May's major league debut at Dodger Stadium against the Padres, which was a fantastic night. Um, and he's awesome. Didn't he win the? Didn't they say he's the fifth starter, and they just couldn't find a spot for David Price? <laughs> I don't know, but that's that. Yeah, that's that's, that's the, the kind of craziness you're dealing that's with. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, that's how insane it is that they yeah. can't find a spot for David Price in the right. rotation. Um, yeah, they're loaded. They're loaded everywhere. And the thing I like about the Dodgers, they're an American League team with National League pitching. And now I say that is their lineup isn't your normal National League lineup where you got some speedster at the top that hits about 225 and, and then they work their way around. These guys go out and every single guy in the lineup can rake. And like you said, Smith, the catcher, is unbelievable. And they play when he comes up to bat, by the way, his, his Will Smith, uh, the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song comes on. It's just great. <laughs> it's just it's so awesome. That's a great place. You haven't been to Dodger Stadium. That's the place you need to get out to, too. Um, they're going to win this division. It's going to suck. But um, my Padres are going to push them a little bit. I can promise you that. That'll be fun this year. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and there's no love lost in that in that between those two teams. No. And that that contributes to the fun. Uh, yep. All right, so we've got our division winners. That means we move on to wild cards, and we'll start in the American League. Jab, you're up again. So I guess I have the Yankees and the Twins because Zach's talked me into the Twins being good, and <laughs> I love Nelson Cruz. So, uh, no, I think the Twins are good. I actually think the Twins could push the White Sox um, a little bit more than, um, than maybe that, you know, Patrick, I think that that injury kind of, kind of really hinders it a little bit at the beginning of the year, but in the end, I do think that the twins will, will make the playoffs. It's a good baseball team. They're very sound. They make the right plays. Um, hopefully they can get a little bit better pitching and they're going to feast on a really bad division too. That's the other thing I got to remember these teams in these, some of these bad divisions are going to feast and have you know, wind totals up a little bit higher. I mean, I'd like to play the tigers, you know, on a three game set on a weekend too, after losing four straight. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Yankees and the Twins. All right, Yankees and Twins for Jabby Burns. Patrick, who do you got? 
So I have the same teams. So I'm just going to tell you why I didn't take the other teams that are that are available here. Uh, I think the, I actually don't think the Central is as is as bad as a lot of people are saying. Like I think Cleveland and Kansas City will be better than people think, but I don't think they're in this conversation. I think Toronto's in the conversation, but I just don't trust the pitching. The lineup is could be really really good, but the Yates injury hurts. I mean, it's Nate Pearson has dealt with injuries throughout the uh, throughout the preseason spring training. I just don't think they have enough pitching over. It's like the, those old '90s Texas Rangers teams that could just mash, or the Red Sox in the '90s they could just mash for days, but they'd give up like eight runs. Um, and the other ones, Houston. Um, I think not having Verlander hurts. Uh, I think I think all the points that Zach mentioned about Jordan Alvarez and all those guys there could be they could be really good. They still they still have a lot of really talented players. I think Correa and a contract here could be something great, or Correa could get hurt. Like Correa has been known to do a lot in his career. Um, I just yeah I, I think the Yankees and the Twins are just a little bit better than Houston, who I think is the closest competition for this for me. So I feel like we. You know, pretty much all like the same teams in in, in the leagues overall. So, uh, you guys have hit on my picks pretty extensively, which are the White Sox. I think the Twins and White Sox in the Central are going to be uh, very fun to uh, very fun to watch. A good battle there. Ultimately, I chose um, the the Twins to uh, win that division again, and I think the Rays. and And I have the same concerns that Patrick has with the Blue Jays. I think you could make a case for the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are going to be a decent team this year. Um, you know, something that we that we casually mentioned that I do think is going to be a factor is this whole, you know, they're, they have no home field. And I, and I think that's going to be very weird. And I think yes. that's going to contribute. And I think that, you know, we're, we're expanding from 60 games to 162 games. I think that's going to be a, a big part of what happens. I think seeing the impact of what happens to pitchers this year, um, you know, expanding the workload is going to be very interesting. And, and then I think that's going to be a big factor for Toronto too. Um, it seems like a small thing. It seems like something that, that we could very quickly uh, kind of glance past and, and not think that it's going to play as much of a factor as it is, but I, I think it's going to. Um, and for that reason, and, and because I also think that the Rays are kind of set up to, uh, to be a, a solid, you know, 85 86 87 win team this year um i went with uh with tampa bay so uh let's recap our picks real quick before we move on to uh doing some awards so in the al east i've got the yankees patrick's got the rays jab's got the rays in the central uh jab and patrick have the white Sox, and i took the twins in the west uh patrick and jab have the angels and i took the astros and then in the national league uh, myself and Patrick have the Mets. Jab took the Braves. Central we go. Jab's got the Cards. Patrick and I have the Brewers. And then in the West, we all have the Dodgers. Uh, and then our wild cards in the American League, uh, Yankees, Twins for Jab. Patrick's got Yankees and Twins. I've got White Sox and Rays. Now we'll do our NL wild cards. And Patrick, you're up first. I mean, I, I think everybody's going to, or at least... These ones are obvious to me. It's the Pods and the Braves. Yeah. I think they're both really good teams. I think they both could win the divisions. I think. I mean, the Pods seem just very obvious. I don't think anybody is going to take two teams from the Central. Um, so it's your second best team in the NL West and your second best team in the NL East. I think they're both really good teams. 
It's the, I mean, to keep this simple and let you guys go and talk about stuff that will be a little more contentious, I think it's the Pods and the Braves. Yeah, I have the same two teams, and um, and I I love what the Padres did. I would love to see them win this division. Uh, the, the pick was ultimately about the fact that I think that the Dodgers are you know the best team in baseball. Um, so it, it's just despite what the Padres did, and Patrick made the point of put them in any other division, and they're a division winner, and I totally buy that. I think they're going to be a blast to watch. I hope that they push the Dodgers. I hope it comes down to the wire. Um, either way, I think they're definitely a playoff team. I think they're definitely going to be fun to watch in the postseason. Um, but ultimately, I, I had them falling just a little bit short of uh, of LA. So I uh, I picked the Padres. I also picked the Braves. Uh, I think the Braves are um, solid for all the reasons that everybody else has listed. I I really believe in the Mets this year. Um, you know, for the reasons that I listed, but. I, I like uh, the acquisition of the Braves, you know, getting Morton and uh, Smiley to kind of, you know, improve that that uh, rotation. I think they're going to be solid uh, there in the NL East. So they're my second wild card pick. Jabby Burns, who do you got? Well, clear, clearly I got the pods. Uh, the ghost of Tony Gwynn comes back and helps the pods get into the playoffs again. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I got the Nats. I know you guys are riding the Mets a lot. Maybe I'm the big hater on the program. Uh, Patrick's already decided that he's not following That's me okay. on Twitter. I just got a mem- hold on. Pat three two one stops following you on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> so I thought we were friends, but he got rid of me. Instagram's gone. I apologize, but um, I'm, I, I like the Nats a lot. I, I think that their pitching is still really good. Last time I checked, it's a pretty good rotation. Juan Soto's probably in the top three best players in the National League. Um, really good player. I, I actually like what they've done. I think that there's some things that are going to happen that, with Keyboom that I don't like, but I just think that there's enough there. And they are, last time I checked, the defending champions, so I got to give them a chance. Um, well, not defending champions, but they never got to really celebrate their, their championship. But um, I, I, I feel still like the Nats, and so I'm going to go pause the Nats and have uh, Patrick troll me all summer <laughs> really quickly i'm just gonna say this now because i'm gonna throw up in my mouth when i do i love what the nats did this offseason yeah i love the john lester signing and it's my third favorite signing that they did i love that they went and got schwarber and particularly i think the most underrated signing of the offseason josh bell was really good two years ago really good all-star yeah. good. and i think he had a bad year like last year maybe on a pirates team that was going absolutely nowhere he's a switch hitting first baseman with a ton of talent, I love what they did. Okay, move on. It makes me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to move into awards. We do uh, Cy Youngs in both leagues, MVPs in both leagues, and then we wrap the show up with our World Series matchup and winner. We'll start in the American League, Cy Young, and I'll kick things off. I think it's going to be Garrett Cole. Uh, I think Cole is going to be an absolute monster, um, you know, in the in the AL East. Pitching for the Yankees, I think he's a guy that uh, clearly you know, had a chip on his shoulder leaving Houston in 2019. Getting a full season this year is going to be big. Something that I mentioned that I think is is going to be really huge is you know ramping up innings. Uh, Cole pitched. 73 innings last year in in that shortened season, 12 starts. And he's one of those guys where, um, you know, that's going to be a factor, especially for Cy Young. But for some reason, I like kind of look past it with Cole. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's like irrational or not. I I just think he's one of those guys where workload is is not going to be as much of a factor for uh, him compared to some of these other guys. Maybe it's because he pitched 212 innings in 2019. He's pitched over 200 innings in 
uh, you know, the three three consecutive years prior to uh, to the weird 2020 season. Um, but I think he's going to have no problem with workload. I think this is a team with super high expectations, uh, and and that's the type of thing that he wants. He wants to be in the middle of that. He wants to be in the middle of uh, of New York with the super high payroll. Um, and I think he's going to live up to that hype. So I'm taking Garrett Cole. Who do you got, Jeb? Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm just going to do it until it's not the right play. So I'll take Cole. <laughs> All right. Patrick, you're up. I was going to pick Cole, but I'll pick somebody else because I, I think this is a three, three guy race between Cole, Shane Bieber, and my pick. I think Lucas. John Shane- Mean. <laughs> yes, John Means. John Means. John Means on my fantasy team, by the way. That's not good. No, I'm sorry, no it's that. not. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> Lucas Giolito really yeah. has. I mean, it's to judge him on like what, like 2016, 2017 when he was terrible. Totally remade his uh, his windup and everything. He's become a great pitcher. I'm curious to see how he does without James McCann, who we loved, who's with my team now. Um, but his stuff is amazing, obviously, through a no-hitter last year. I think it's a three-guy race in the AL between him, Bieber, and Cole. I think Cole's probably the front runner, but I'll pick Giolito just because his stuff is great. He's a great guy. I, I think he, he can at least compete with uh, what Cole's doing out there in New York. You think the Nats would like to have Giolito for Eaton? <laughs> I think the Nats would like to have a World Series. That's what I'm going to say. So that <laughs> yeah. that's what you have to do. If that's the devil that uh, yes. you're going to dance with, yes. yeah, I think that's exactly. Worth it, but. exactly. That's a great answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> National League Cy Young and Patrick, you'll start us off with this one. Oh Jesus! Jeb, I see, I see, who, I see who you picked, and I will accept you not picking the Mets to make the playoffs. I am obsessed with but this. But I will not. Except any slander against the what the king of the north, the best the best pitcher in baseball by a country mile, in my opinion, yeah. a guy who is apparently regularly hitting 101 and 102 this year. Oh, Jesus, at the knee, at the knees. Too. Jacob Degrom, watching Jacob Degrom last year on a bad Mets team was like watching Pedro Martinez, like seriously, oh, seriously hitting 100 with his fastball and 95 with his slider. Unless he gets hurt, it's him. And and again, the NL's got a lot more contenders for Siam. Darvish, the guy Jab picked, who I'm not going to mention to spoil his pick. But plenty, <laughs> plenty of other guys. Max Fried, if you want to throw him in there. I think DeGrom, if healthy, is head and shoulders above everybody, especially over 162. He had like one bad start last year that knocked him out of the conversation. I think over a full season, it's him. All right, Jab. Make your case. I'm going to pick this guy to win the uh, side because I got had him last year too. I'm obsessed with Walker Buehler. I'm not sure why, but I've been obsessed since he came out of Andy. I'm obsessed that I was on the field next to him and I'm almost as big as him. I'm obsessed the fact that that ball just comes piling out of his hand. I just love watching him pitch. I love his stuff. He has strikeout ability and I feel like if you're going to win a side, you have to have two things. You have to have uh, ERA that's just absurd and you have to have K's. Right, and they don't care about wins, um, uh, clearly, because Degrom has two sides, right? At least, there's two, right? He's got he two. two. Yep. yep. Yeah, and and he won like 12 games one time. I mean, it's unbelievable. They don't care about wins at all. He was the best pitcher, and if he's the best pitcher, I think Degrom is the best pitcher. I agree with you. He is the best pitcher in could be in baseball, to be fair, I'm guaranteed in the National League. But I'm gonna go with my boy Walker Buehler, and to think about those two guys, not overpowering huge guys to have the ball come out of their hands and their arms the way that they do is still just 
it's 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 insane to me too. Like I told you guys today, I went and saw a kid at Gilman who's basically about 160 pounds, six foot, and is going to go in the top two rounds of the MLB draft. And to be able to watch that up close is unbelievable. Um, it's uh, the the Grom pick for me is almost starting to become it's as becoming boring. like Trout. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's it's almost becoming as as boring as as me my prediction for AL MVP. I mean, it's it's just kind of a default. Um, I popped open Baseball Reference because the wins thing I think is funny. Uh, most wins Degrom has in a season is fifteen. He finished in eighth in Cy Young award voting that year. Jab, I think that was funny. Uh, his yep. two his two Cy Young years, he won ten and eleven games. But that doesn't matter. He's still the best pitcher in baseball. Um, very clearly the best pitcher in baseball. And I think on a team that's finally going to give him the run support uh, that that he has deserved for the past seven years that he's been in the league. I think he's, uh, you know, going to have another Cy Young award-winning season. Patrick talked about it. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it, but until somebody comes along and, and proves to me that they're a better pitcher than Jacob deGrom, I will come back here next year and probably pick Jacob deGrom again. And with that, why don't we transition <laughs> to AL MVP? We can make our case for this guy, Jabby Burns. It's Mike Trout. <laughs> Have you heard of Mike Trout? It's pretty good. I mean, I'm making these things easy for you, Zach. I know you got a baby. You guys, everybody's got babies, right? Um, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. That's it. I don't know what to tell you. And by the way, if he was in the National League, I'll tell you this. I'm not sure I would have taken him in the National League. But I'll tell you this, in the American League, he's the best American League player. All right. Yeah, I took Mike Trout as well. Um, what? Many, Get out of here. How many does he have? Uh, one, two. He's not just, enough. Not he enough. Yeah, actually, I spirit. expected to open this and see like <laughs> He's got ton. like three runner-ups, right? He's got three. He finished second one, two, three times. Four times. Four times he's finished second. Um, last year he finished fifth. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. Mike Trout's the best player. Uh, again, just for the for the same reasons that uh, I'm picking Degrom, until somebody comes along and does it consistently, uh, I'm going to pick Mike Trout. Yep. Patrick, you have a blank here. Are you gonna are you gonna throw us a curveball? No, I'm not. I'm going to pick okay. Mike Trout. But I am going to say, <laughs> top of just top of mind for everybody, and I'm I'm actually looking at the teams right now. Who is your second place? Ooh. Like, I'll I'll start it off really quickly. I'm going to say my second place pick. Is geez, it's tough to pick. The American <laughs> League just does not have as many guys. I'll say Tim Anderson. I think Tim Anderson, who regularly wins a batting title, will be playing for a team that I have making the playoffs. Plays a really good shortstop. I think maybe, hopefully, the power jumps up a little bit. I think he'll be the best player on that team. I'll pick Tim Anderson. And it just, just throw two words at me. Who do you think would be second place in the AL? Don't need any explanation if you don't want to. Uh, Jab, do you have one? The, but who he thinks I, would be the second place? Yeah, second, who's your, if Trout doesn't win it, then if Trout goes down, Tornado. Ryan Mountcastle. Nope. <laughs> Ryan Mountcastle. Ryan Mountcastle. I was going to say Aaron Judge. I don't know. I like that pick. Yeah. That's it. I, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I don't know. The NL, I mean, I, I feel like the NL is so much more fun. The NL is better. So oh, yeah. much more fun. I mean, let's you, get you over can, there then. All right, yeah. Let, let, let's jump over to the National League. Who do we? Uh, Patrick, you're up first. Who do you have in the National League? This is so to con- this fun, is man. weird to me. This is weird to me. This pick, by the way. There's so many. There's so many guys over here. Like just looking at all the teams, like all the fun guys you can pick. I have Acuna. I out of out of all the players in baseball, 
I think Ronald Acuna might have the most like natural talent of any player in baseball. He is a, I mean, I think he came back last year, first game back, faced Garrett Cole first inning and took him like 480 to left. Like pummeled he is, it. pummeled it. He's a freak show, man. Like yeah. this guy, like this. I think Tatis is amazing. I think there's a lot of really good players in the National League, et cetera. Acuna can go 40-40. Would not surprise me in the least. He has the capability to do it. He's going to be hitting in a really good lineup. He'll play a good outfield. He's just an he, like he is a wow factor type of player that just absolutely blows you away when you watch him play baseball. Um, I'm taking Acuna. I am steamed for this idea because 40-40 <laughs> gets me great odds for a player to go 40-40. If you really think that, because I was thinking the guy that I'm going to get could go 40-40. I don't think he's going to hit that many home runs. But I had two – this is weird. So last night I had Acuna. And then today I had Freeman because you took him. And then I was like, well, what the frick am I doing here? All that Patrick does is talk about how great his teams are and how great his player is. Why can't I ride one of my guys? So Tatis Jr. is it, bro. He's the guy. And I know nobody wants to pick it because it's probably he's going to get injured like he always does or something weird's going to happen because it's the Padres and they don't deserve anything because they have amazing 75-degree <laughs> weather every day. So they don't, they're not allowed to have nice things. But Tatis Jr. is the what the league wants to happen. So if it's close in the end there and the pods do make a little bit of a run and push the Dodgers a little bit, he's going to be in the mix. Um, I'm going to go with my guy. He is so fun to watch. And... If you want that, Patrick, like you were talking about in the post of the pregame we were talking about, we want a guy that wants to show emotion. I don't think he's trying to show anybody up. I do think Manny tries to show people up because Manny's insecure. But I think Tatis is just playing ball. And it's just like him playing with all his boys back down there in the in the DR, just going to work. And I think that's what he's going to bring to it. And San Diego's not a town that's going to really be against them. They're going to love it. And you know what I mean? That's a place that all they want is a show. And to have a guy like him, I think that really bodes well. And if they do well, I think he'll be in the mix of it for sure. Calling a family friend insecure. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> yeah, we I talked. Like we talked about it over Christmas. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, he is I like that. He couldn't be the most insecure human I know. Why are there so many stars in the National League? Oh man, it was th- this was tough. I put I picked Mookie Betts. I like both of your Great cases. Um, I picked Mookie Betts. I think <laughs> he's pretty he, good too. He became. He? <laughs> he was super close last year. I mean, he finished second. Um, he's got an MVP under his belt with with Boston yeah. in 2018. Guys like in the prime of his career. I think he's 27 right now. Let's see. Pretty good job by the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, pretty good job <laughs> letting him go. I think I think a full year in in LA, best team in baseball. I think he's going to be the guy uh, leading the charge for them. So mm. I see him uh, win an MVP. An MVP in both both leagues. By the way, who's the other guy that did that? Jabby Burns. Ryan Mountcastle. <laughs> Frank Robinson. That is Frank Robinson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reds and Orioles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, I know that was like a storyline that everybody was uh, was talking about last year with with Mookie, who ultimately finished second. I think he gets that MVP uh, this year with the Dodgers. So. Um, yeah, I wish his life was a little bit better for him. Things, <laughs> things go well for him. He's great. he's an easy guy for me to root for now since he uh, since dude. he's yeah. not in Boston. So. Um, so that makes it a little watch. bit better for me to make this pick too. Such a, such a well-rounded player too, Patrick. Like his defense in the World Series was just phenomenal, and then be able to just hit bombs when he needs to, and just does the right thing. Came into a team that was pretty tight, and just fit in like a glove, like right off the bat. Just a guy that you want. And I'm telling you, Red Sox fans are going to, just still to this day, I think it's bigger than them losing Brady. 
and the base running. Like he scored on he scored on a ground ball from third. Like yep. he does it all. Like he's he yep. is worth the money. Like and it, from what I've heard, he's the night like everybody loves him. Like yeah, Orioles liked him when guy. he was with uh, the Red Sox. <laughs> Buck Buck talked highly of him. Just said was one of the greatest kids. Would love to would love to have him on his team. And like th- this is where really you can look at the difference between the AL and the NL. We had a tough time. Like I had a tough time. Everybody had a tough time picking a second place for the AL MVP. NL MVP. These are all good picks, and we're leaving like seven guys out. Yep. Like that could legitimately win it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's it's so deep. That's going to be a fun race to watch. Um, and hopefully the AL will. I mean, I I just went with the easy pick in the AL, but I think the NL has so many more stars that uh, you could make a case for like you were saying you you could probably go 10 deep right and, and make a case for guys in the nl easily um all right let's wrap things up we wrap things up on this annual show with our world series matchup and then you got to give a winner and jab you're up first all right i went back and forth with this um i'm a little bit more coherent than i was last night when i first filled this out <laughs> um as i'm getting ready to watch michigan hopefully get pounded by ucla i don't know how it's gonna happen it's probably not but i'm just i hate you i hate michigan oh i would do a podcast i missed the final four podcast um i'm i had the angels winning the world series i can't i mean i think getting trout in the playoffs alone is what we were rooting for right so i don't need to kind of keep keep going Braves over Angels. I do think the Angels get there somehow. Don't ask me how. I think they're going to find their way there. Otani's just unbelievable. Trout does everything he can. But in the end, the Braves are better than the Angels, so I had to look at that. Their pitching's better. I don't know how Dylan Bundy would still be alive by then at that point. He probably <laughs> – at that point, he's going to be on the DL. But um, I just think that the Braves team overall, this is the finally the year that they can kind of break through. And um, – I think Acuna might would get the MVP of the um, World Series as well, so I would go Braves over Angels. What a way more fun pick than what I ended up picking. I'm, I'm like, I know you, <laughs> you were talking about you, you, you love blue bloods. So well, I, I don't know. I, I'm like kind of regretting this, but I know you 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 know talked about being more coherent, but uh, I feel like I kind of went with um, you know what everything's telling me on paper. I felt like this was going to yeah, happen last year, but um, this year I have the uh, Dodgers and Yankees in the World Series, and I picked the Dodgers. I think it's I think on paper it's the, the two best teams. I think it's the two uh, deepest teams in each of those leagues, and ultimately I, I think it's just, it's just hard for me to imagine anybody um, beating the Dodgers. So uh, I just think that that's... You know, when you when you look at the spreadsheets, when you look at the rosters, when you look at yeah. everything on paper, uh, they're just the best team, and that's what I'm going to go with. I, I do think you could certainly make a case for weird things happening this year, uh, kind of given the, the you know all the talking points that I mentioned earlier with uh, going from 60 to 162, and um, you know the lack of fans in the stands and the Blue Jays thing. I think there's there's there could be all kinds of strange stories that pop up and and maybe that's how we we get a series that isn't as boring as the one that i predicted um but for now give me the dodgers over the yankees all right patrick wrap it up for us zach would i fall asleep at night (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) what i think of is the yankees making the world series and losing to the mets (laughs) so i could call up everybody who made fun of me when the mets lost in the subway series yeah say Sucks to suck. <laughs> so I am rooting for the Yankees to make the World Series just to lose to the Mets. Wow. Wow. I love that. 
The tri-state will be excited. The rest of the nation won't care. I don't Rains know. Will be good. I think it'd be great. I would love to no, see it'd that. Be great. I would, I would love, love to see yeah, that. Yeah. They always say when you get like like angels and Dodgers or whatever, like some close that people don't watch. But I definitely think people would watch. Oh yeah, no, I think I think people would be captivated by that. I mean, I think mine drives the ratings with Dodgers and Yankees getting both both coasts, both of those markets. But look, oh man, yeah, that's the dream matchup. Say say whatever you want about New York, man. People people will be glued to that series. I think my, awesome. my matchup stinks on ice for MLB. Braves, <laughs> Angels. <laughs> yeah, those are the matchups. That's White. That's what is that White Sox Astros that one year that nobody remembered. Those are the matchups yep. as well, as baseball fans though that that I like to see. Oh, oh yeah. we got the Braves and yeah. Angels. Awesome. That's I'd great. be so excited if we had so many fun players. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, but you watch MLB show in the morning. There's people, most of the people that are watching that, they're not big then. Sure. Oh. All right. That is so good. Well, 10 years of making predictions for uh, for the MLB season. Uh, it took us nine years for somebody to finally get it right. Um, and, and with that, it was <laughs> the strangest year that we've had in the last decade. So uh, who knows what's going to happen this year. All I do know is that I enjoy sitting down and, and doing this podcast every year to, to think about all of the places that uh, this podcast has been done uh, over the last 10 years is really strange. Um, just totally crazy so much changes in your life over the course of a decade so uh i'm incredibly grateful that both of you guys uh still you know want to do this and um and that whoever's listening still wants to listen to this so thank you very much thanks chris robinson and mr will yep there we go <laughs> truly we'll take it man truly it, it it uh it, it means a lot it's it's a lot of fun i always look forward to it every year so um, Patrick Guthrie, it's always good talking to you, my friend. Thanks for thanks for making the time, making this work, and um, looking forward to uh, another baseball season. Me too, man. I'm very much looking forward to a normal 162 game. Hopefully, knock on wood, healthy baseball season. And man, there were like so many days last year where I walked outside during the summer and I was just like, God damn it, I would <laughs> love to be sitting outside at a baseball game drinking a beer, and I hope to be able to do that at some point this year. You and me both. You and me both. Patrick Guthrie, uh, always good talking to you. I was going to say Jabby Burns, but I said Patrick Guthrie. <laughs> so th- thanks, thanks for being here. Jabby Burns, it's always good talking to you as well, my friend. Ten years. I, thanks for being here. Yeah, I love being here, um, and I'll be in your state within the next ten years, Zach, so we'll be living close <laughs> to each other pretty soon. Um, cause I spend more time there than anybody else. Um, Patrick, I still want to be friends. Don't get, don't get rid of me on your phone. Don't like, we're, we're still boys. We're Maryland turps, 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 baby. We've got to find somebody for church. I will specifically be tweeting you. I know I'm following All of the DeGrom highlights when he no hits the nationals on opening day. Yeah. I'll let you, you- you know, I'm all expos all the time, so I apologize. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to you guys. I love being with you guys. Thank God I'm still 27. And uh, 10 years ago, we started this thing, and I appreciate you guys holding it down when I was in high school. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening. Thanks so much for spending some time with us every year. Uh, for Jab and Patrick, I'm Zach. Enjoy the baseball season, and we'll talk to you again soon.